0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Mike and the Mad Dog. Sports Radio 101 9 FM and Sports Radio 66 WFAN. Here's Eli Manning, folks. How about a nice ovation for him? I should say, more than nice. You'd like me to talk to Mister and Mike, how are you? Yeah, thank you. Boy, what'd you do last year? Oh, I'm trying to remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's first talk cold brother. Let's, no, let's talk, as I said, about about Peyton, who saw Plaxico and another receiver drop a lot of passes in warm-ups Super Bowl and was worried that maybe they were not focused enough. And I guess he mentioned it to you or... He, got, he was worried about the two receivers in warm-ups in Phoenix. That was in what S.I. said. Give me your thoughts about that first.
2: Uh, you know, he was just trying to be funny on that. You know, he's just, uh, he was just watching warm-ups. And uh, really, Plaxico, we didn't know he was game-time decision. So in warm-ups, uh, he, really, he really didn't do a whole lot. Um, you know, we kind of ran a few routes, but he was – he was still a little tender, and so he, it, it wasn't anything... Uh,
1: nothing to read into? Nothing to
2: read into. Just kind of him, you know, don't take it. It doesn't mean anything.
0: You know, people didn't realize uh, and I, until after the game was really played that everyone thought it was typical. Plaxico, he's always injured, always injured. They didn't realize until after, nor did I, but Nobody I, knew. Yeah. I saw Ronnie after the game, and I didn't realize that he really had a serious injury that week, and it was really touch and go. whether You guys didn't know if he was going to play the game.
2: Right. We didn't know whether he was going to play or not. It, wasn't, it, was, it was a new injury, you know, yeah. during because uh, he practiced all all the uh, practices during the playoffs he didn't miss a practice then um, you know even the week before the Super Bowl because you have two weeks he practiced all that week once we got to Arizona that's when he he hurt his knee and so uh, you know we didn't know even you know we, we always go out two hours before the game and, and do our little route tree uh, I said you are gonna be able to do it he says well I'm gonna go out before that and, and uh, test it out see how much I can run and, and I probably threw maybe four or five routes to him and he said all right I'm I've I've had enough. I've I've run too much. So we just kind of let it off from there. I didn't know what his status was, but I knew. Uh, I mean, he kind of said, "I'm going to go," and you know, I know once you get out there, he he was going to be fine, and I was going to trust him to do all his routes, and, and he did a great job.
0: You know, I don't know if anybody ever went through uh, two quarterbacks in the postseason, the likes of uh, Fav and uh, and Brady, to win a championship. I never went back and looked. Maybe someone did go through two like that once, but the amazing thing, before you get to Brady, is. Favre and the weather, everyone went into that game and said, Eli's going to have enormous problems with the weather like anyone would, me a mortal and Fav, the weather never bothers him. Turned out, Favre even admitted the weather bothered him a lot and the weather didn't bother you that much.
2: I don't know, you know, it's a crazy world. Uh, You know, I just I think the the best thing I did, I went out before the game, kind of that same thing, me and Plaxico and Monte, always go out and just throw the route tree two hours before the game and And uh, I went out there just saying, hey, I'm not going to wear too much clothes. I'm going to kind of wear what I'm going to wear during the game and get a real sense of what it's going to be like. And I kind of told the receivers to do the same deal. And uh, so, you know, I wore a glove on my left hand. Um, You know, I I carry around two footballs all the time. So I had a hand warmer, but I could never put my hand in it. And we threw for about – we usually throw for, say, let's say 25 minutes. We threw for seven minutes. And we said, all right – my, my hands were numb, both their hands were numb, they were trying to catch everything with their body. I said, this is, you know, we gotta go back in there and uh, right there, I said I gotta stay warm at all costs. You know, warmth is the number one problem. So how
0: did you manage that?
2: You know, I I, I, I talked to the, the uh, you know managers. I had you know heat packs galore in my hand warmer, just those things like if you go skiing, you might put right. in your shoes or put in your hands. You know, I had four of those in my heat pack. When I went to the sideline, I even had a you know a super hand warmers. They, they both went on each arm. There's like mittens. They had five heat packs in there. I mean, when you took out, they were steaming off my hand. I I stood by the heaters. The whole game. I never talked to my quarterback coach on the phone because I didn't so take you the stayed,
0: time. The other thing was, I'm staying warm the whole game.
2: I'm staying warm because okay. once you get cold, you're never gonna get back warm. So I'm staying warm. You know, that's the deal. If I stay warm, once you get on the field for that, you know, 10 minutes, you know, you should be. You, you shouldn't get frozen. And you, you that never pipe. had you're a running drive. around.
0: Well, you got frozen. Right? No, you never did, right? No,
2: never had. this. uh, a, a, you know, once you're playing, you don't think about. It. You're moving around. You're you're kind of staying warm. It's just on the sideline. Don't sit around. Don't get cold on the sideline. Stand there. Kind of move around, stretch. You know, jump up and down. Just um, you know, I just kind of never. You know, I just stood by these heaters the whole time, and the other players around there. That that was kind of my key to staying warm.
1: Uh, you know, it's funny. On a cold day, Burris got hot. Now he had that he, that is as good again with the conditions I can't think of it in my life. No listen, it has been great. We all know he's No, serious. that's a great performance. But he I mean, had yeah, 10 11 catches. Man. I know he fumbled the one going to the end zone, but I mean, I he's allowed. Right. That was an incredible game that he had. You you got the ball out, Al Harris. Did you notice I'm going to get plaques involved? I mean, sometimes receivers can see for quarterbacks first quarter. He's my man today. Did you notice that right away with him?
2: Yeah, you know, he was just playing well. They, you know, Green Bay, likes they like to play a lot of man-to-man coverage. So it's just, uh, you know, Al Harris is on an island versus Plaxico, and they were playing a lot of just single high man-to-man coverage. And really a lot of his completions, he called 11, I'd say, uh, you know, probably eight of them were on the same route. And uh, really? you have different conversions based on it, on the technique. It's, uh, you know, if he gets to the top of him, I'm going to throw it down the field. We hit one like in a two-minute, I threw it down the field and caught. The next one, you know, he, he, he dropped. It could have been a big play. But then, you know, a couple times I back-shouldered him. Sometimes you went inside, and I threw it line-drive. Um, you know, sometimes the corner is off. So he threw a hitch. It's all the same play. It's just a matter of the technique. We, we ran it. You know, f- there's four different ways we completed it off the same play. And uh, you know, he just he had a great feel. He had a great feel of what they were doing. And uh, you know, he was Plexico was feeling. It. He was saying the whole time, "They cannot guard me. He cannot stop me." And uh, you know, it's great when you have that receiver that confidence. And, and he knew it. And I think Al Harris knew it. he couldn't stop him either. All right.
0: We're talking with Eli Manning, of course, here at uh, Giant Camp. Now, no one knows exactly what a score of a game is going to be, but if you put your head, when you did put your head on the bed Saturday night, knowing perfect conditions for a Super Bowl game, you must have had a number in your head. If you had a number in your head, what was your number it was going to take? Was your number... Th- how high was your number to win a Super Bowl game against that offense?
2: You know, I, I thought uh, – yeah, I knew our defense was playing well, and uh, but I thought we were going to have to score 24 points or at least. At I least mean,
0: 24. You I, didn't think it was going to have to be 35 or
2: something? I, I didn't think so. I mean, I knew from the first time we played them I mean, it was a high-scoring game, but, right. um, you know, our defense was just – they were playing so good. Uh, I knew they were going to try to get to Brady. I saw some of the things they were doing that week, and, you know, I felt good about, good about the way they were playing. I knew – um, you know, I didn't want to go into the game thinking, Hey, we just we got to score every down because that's right. when you get into trouble. We've been we've been playing. I said we don't want to change our philosophy. All all the playoff games, we've just kind of been playing cons- not conservative, but just taking our completions, long drives, keeping the ball in our hands. So that was kind of the approach. And. Uh, you know, the first series, you know, we had the ball for 10 minutes, long drive. We only got a field goal out of it. But that's kind of our, our approach. Let's, let's, uh, let's keep the ball a long time. Let's keep the ball away from their offense as long as we can. And, um, you know, I thought it was going to take some more, some more you know, points and what, what it did. But our defense, uh, you know, they did a fabulous job uh, controlling that, that high-powered offense.
0: I thought that first drive of the game was critical. And I also thought the play to boss because you hadn't had anything for so long. Till the plate of boss.
2: Definitely, you know that's uh you know, really we had a, we had a couple of good drives uh, early on, but it didn't get much out of it. We drove down there again, and um you know we had a had a interception all Steve Smith. I had one I rolled and fumbled, and it was a messed up. And didn't get you know both times we we're in scoring position, didn't get anything out of it. And then you know from then on we got nothing. All of a sudden the fourth quarter. Uh, it was a play we kind of just drew up on the sideline. We we had to play in, but I said, you know, they're not guarding the tight end. They're just they're jamming them. But let's just put them in motion. Let's get them off the ball. And you know, Rodney Harris is. They're playing. They're doubling Tumor. They're doubling Plex. They got one guy on on Boss. So let's just do a little play action. See if we can hold them and get them down the side. Get them down the middle. And uh, you know, sure enough, it, it, they they played the coverage. They've been playing. We got it. Uh, you know, fake hold to hold the linebacker enough and. He made a you know, good catch and then broke a tackle, got down the field. And, you know, even that same drive, we had a, a couple other big plays. That you forget, we hit, we hit Steve Smith on a little hook-pump down the Smith middle a on, the third, on, the third down, well. on a third down. On about plays. a third and yeah. third and ten right there, they got us a first down. They yeah. got us tight enough to hit Tyree on the touchdown. If you don't convert that third down, you get a field yeah, goal, was a very and big it's, a whole, play. it's a whole new game.
1: Uh, now, SI did a lot of it, uh, just dissected the specific play. And Jarvis Green, by the way, said, you know what? We thought once you touch Eli, he always falls down. Uh-huh. So he was shocked that when he touched it, you stayed up. By the way, I wanted to give you that quote case you didn't see it.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, as far as the actual specific play, they, they sent a safety towards Smith, which opened up the middle of the field for Tyree, so as soon as you saw the safety go to Smith on a little out pattern, you knew that you had to get the ball to Tyree. Is that the is that the scenario? Yeah,
2: you had know, once I once I scrambled. Uh, you know, originally I don't know if that was gonna be my 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 first read, but after kind of the scramble, I, I rolled right. I was really looking for Smith, hoping he might be able to uh, get outside and come downhill. But uh, you know, he was covered, and I, I saw kind of no one deep in the middle except Tyree and a guy. You know, another defender. Um, you know, just one other guy there. Did
0: you there. pick Tyree up even though you were running for your life did yeah, you pick I, Tyree? Yeah, I
2: just saw – you know, just kind of kept my eyes downfield. And, and uh, you know, kind of just – he only had two guys to that side. So, it had to either be Steve or, or, or David. And, and uh, so, I, I picked him up. And, you know, if it was the first quarter, I probably wouldn't have thrown that ball. It wasn't a, it wasn't a real, um, you know, high percentage completion. But under the circumstances, third and five – we need a big play. We need something to go. I said, you know, let's try to give him a shot. You know, I'm not. I don't think I'm not throwing in the triple coverage. It's just going to be he and another guy. Uh, you know, hopefully, maybe we, we get lucky and, and make a catch and or get an interference or something. Uh, you know, and, and I knew David would probably protect me and not let you know another guy just intercept it. You wouldn't let you know a guy get a free shot at it. And and so I thought I had to I had to take a shot. And and uh, you know he did the rest. Making, and when everyone talks about catch. that
0: play, is it's not a. Hail Mary, because that ball's not that high off the ground. It's no. not one of those just right. throw it up in the air and it's just a jump ball situation. That ball's not that high in the air.
2: Yeah, I didn't want it because, you know, if you throw it high in the middle of the field, other people are going to attract to it. So I wanted to try to, you know, I saw him kind of standing there and the guy behind him. So I wanted to put some, you know, a little juice on it so it's not just a, a, a true just jump up and it's right. it tipped around. So I w- kind of wanted to get it line drive where it could stick to the hands. And, and so um, – You know, it just kind of worked out the way.
0: When did you realize that he had caught it?
2: Um, You know, I didn't know at first. I didn't get hit, so I kind of saw, you know, him go down. But, you know, I wanted to go up and try to spike it, uh, you know, so they couldn't challenge the play. But it would have taken too long. Guys are all over. So we had to call timeout uh, under that circumstance. And I kind of walked over to him and I said, you no, know, did you catch that? And uh, he said I caught it, but I still didn't know. You know, you, you, I've I've asked receivers that before, and they and they, you know, I see it on the replay, right. and double bounce still. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, but you don't have the lot of me. I, I can't right. change the decision, but uh.
1: You know, the guy who made that call. Did you read that? that SI was a tremendous. Was the back judge? Right. And he said to his guy right next to him, "Wow."
2: Because oh, really? he knew the
1: ball didn't hit the ground, and he's the only official in the NFL who refs in the Arena League. Oh really? And he's a former player and everything else, so he saw it he right saw it away clear. that the ball was. So he knew the ball didn't hit the ground, and you'd have to look at replay to make sure that inch yeah,
2: separated the ball from the, from the ground. It was a great, great play, great. Individual and then of course the
1: play to Burris, where you thought that they were going to play the slant, and you threw the out pattern there, the touchdown. Yeah. And it sounds like Peyton, you you talk after the game, and he asked you about that, and you guys had a nice conversation
2: there. Yeah, you know, he was just saying they finally came after you because you know he's he's played New England, you know, thousands of times, thousand, yeah, thousands of times. He knows what they do. And they just play, you know, conservative, you know, zone, or they, or they bring everybody. He said, you know, he finally said, they, you know, I kind of, you know, I talked to and I said, you know, when we get down there, I, I like it when they bring everybody. Then you got one on one, the Plaxico. That's kind of what we're looking for. We usually don't get it that often. So he said they finally, they finally brought the pressure where you could throw it. I said, yeah, they finally, they finally brought it all, and we had just what we wanted.
0: You know, you get the lead there, and it's funny as you're sitting there, and I happen to be sitting. Right next to your uh, parents, which were they were right behind me, that little luxury box. I was like two rows in front of them. So we had been chatting during the game, and you look around, and you're saying that game. You know, people are celebrating everywhere, and you're watching the sideline. You were you could kind of see that. You're keeping your eye on the quarterback there, because you know it's interesting. He made some. heaves. Oh, one almost
2: was shoot, too close. Was too close. Was
0: almost completed uh, down to like the 15-yard line.
2: Yeah. No. You, you never you know with with Brady with Moss you never you never lead them out of uh, making a play. So you know people are trying to hand out hats. I said put those hats away. <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody. I'm kind of pacing Just you know I've never been so nervous in my life. And and uh, yeah, a couple of those plays where you know Corey Webster just gets a hand on one to knock it away. You know,
1: one of them, it looked like right? Have had, had it. Yeah, it was almost right like he was been going been, to complete it. Oh, yeah. It was At, very, very and close. V- very good. And again, <coughs> I keep on referring to this as I read it last night. Interesting. You and your brother both said you're glad you were down 1410. Right. Instead of 1310. 1310, you'd be conservative. Kick the field goal, losing overtime. So you, I guess, I guess you guys talk about this a lot. I'm glad I was down four instead of three.
2: Right. We, we've talked about that before. Just uh, yeah, if, if that same situation, after, maybe after the play to Tyree or on the you know 20 yard line or so, it's like, hey, now you're all, hey, we're in field goal range. We don't have to try to go for anything. Let's, hey, on third down, maybe we run the ball see, so you, you know prevent an interception or or something where you just say, hey, let's bring the overtime. And and then you never know what happens either. You never, right. you know, a kick, you know, a 39-yard field goal is it's not a it's not a guarantee by any means. And so, changes your mentality. Obviously. Oh yeah, four yeah. says, hey, you got to score, be aggressive, go for it. And uh, you know, we kind of say, hey, the end of the end of the score at the end of this game, the score is going to be 17-14. That's that's our that's the only option. That's now, all we got.
1: All right. Now we talked to uh, talk about. It. He said, ah, I forgot about the Super Bowl. Once I got the rings, I'm ready for the new year. Now listen, every time you're going to have to talk to the fans, media. You know, at least the first month or so of camp, we're all going to want to talk about those three or four games. That's all there is to it. Sure. That's the really way he wants to talk. I haven't played a game since. Right. So as a result, how does Eli Manning get away from thinking about those three, four games in a postseason and start thinking about 2008? That's I that would be very tricky. I mean, you want to relive the games too, but you also want to think about the new year. How does Elaine
2: Manning do that? Well, I think uh, once you get into training camp, it's a lot easier just to focus on this season because obviously last year is gone. Nothing, nothing we did mattered anymore, you know, preparing for this season. Just because you did something well. You know, last year at the end of the season doesn't mean it's automatically going to happen this year. You got to work. You got to get guys. You got new faces. You got to improve on areas. It's not just going to. Uh, you just not think, hey, we're going to show up and the same things going to happen. It doesn't work that way. So, um, you know, I think that that message has been across from the get go from Coach Coughlin from the teammates saying, hey guys, we got a lot of work to do. We got, you know, we we were playing well at the end of the season, but you look at a lot of games during that season we were not playing good football we were not playing at our best and, and that's what we want to be more consistent you know week in week out playing where we're, we're competing we're giving ourselves a shot to win
0: you know but things have changed though the guys who were the old guard are gone you are now looked to as this is now Eli's team and it is you've won a Super Bowl you've won a Super Bowl MVP those are there for a life. Those are now part of your history. There, and you know, you could say the mortgage sure. is paid. I mean, those are <laughs> in the pocket. I mean, that does change who you are. There's no way around
2: it. Yeah, but um, you just can't be satisfied with no, that. No, I'm not uh, saying being satisfied. Oh, yeah, with one. they're water. there. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's, you know, that's fun. That's that's right. awesome to have. It has and to and, give you a little confidence. It too. does. It's definitely a confidence builder. And but um, you know, just because you have confidence doesn't mean you you. Uh, it just it just happens. You know, it's not, you don't get lazy because it, you still got to work hard and, and you know keep building on that confidence. You know, it, you can you, I'm not you can't get overconfident. You always got to build on that confidence. That comes from practicing well playing well in preseason games playing well in regular season games and it's about guys is not being satisfied and, and myself not being satisfied with with where I am as a as a player and my performance and, and during the playoffs we played well I played smart but I want to continue that on a on a every game basis through the season and, and raise my level of play and, and what I can do and winning games.
0: New York likes champions they like heroes though they never forget so for you now it's a whole different thing to even walk around New York City I'm sure.
2: Uh, it is it, it is different and and um, you a lot of fans and a lot of people in New York stop you and they tell you where they were for the game and how they reacted and you know what their cheers and you see uh, you know from from the to the average Joe guy on the street to a to a celebrity or actor or somebody they all kind of have their story about what they were doing and where they were and, and so it's fun to hear that and, and 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 you know you don't you don't realize till you win a championship especially in New York. You know what it means to the people of New York. What you know, I've never, I've you know, since I've been there, I've never seen a, another team in New York win a championship. And uh, you realize what the fans, how much it means when, when a New York team wins, and, and how much they appreciate it.
0: And whoever brought that, I don't think anyone's going to run up to it. But whoever used to bring that, Eli was adopted bound at the Giant Stadium. I don't think you're going to see it again. <laughs>
1: uh, you mentioned.
0: And I used to see it all the time. I, I don't think it. you're going to I see that, right? You I saw it. it. Tell it. the truth. I, right? I mean, that Minnesota <laughs> game. Maybe. See, yeah.
1: everything you didn't see it, folks. How could you not see it? Uh, consistency, you said you want to be better than just four games, how about camp though is there a particular receiver that you want to better, you know, is it boss, is it Burris being healthier, is there something that you want to work on specifically in camp as far as sort of on the same wavelength with a particular segment of this offense
2: um yeah i'd say just uh you know no no there's no mental mistakes you know mental mistakes will kill you and going to the, the
1: huddle with delay games <coughs> things yeah,
2: like lo- that those like things like that but even uh you know just with receivers with backs when you're running a play you know we, we do a lot of you know you have to read the coverage you got to read what the defense is doing and, and sometimes they give you goofy reads and it's hard but like certain times you know i'm expecting a receiver to do something and um you know, they just read the coverage wrong. They said I thought that was single high when obviously it's Tampa two, and it's like they're supposed to be doing something different. And that's kind of when you it makes me look bad. It makes their offense look bad, and things not right, not on the same page. So it's just trying to hey, let's let's just you know mentally be in the game, be focused on what you're doing, and and that's you know if we don't make mistakes, we're, we got a high-powered offense. We're gonna make a lot of big plays and good plays. Let's just eliminate those bad plays uh, and this those you know those little misreads and mishaps, and that's what stops drives and and stops you from, you know, playing at the best level you can.
0: Does it fuel this team that the NFL – you get almost this feeling that the NFL thought this was kind of a fluky championship that the Giants somehow, you know, aren't – cha- they somehow stole That's a, a championship? One. A
2: little bit. You know, I, th- I think that was something we kind of used to our advantage last year is kind of being the underdog, no one giving us a shot. And it's the same thing this year. We're still, you still you know, hear that. dog. It's, we're yeah, still yeah. kind of we're not one of the top, you know, five teams in the right. league for this year. Nobody's and, and
1: gonna pick it to go back to the NFL. The, they're gonna pick Dallas. They're not gonna, gonna pick yeah. the Giants.
2: And, and you know what? That's fine. That's fine by us. It do, it, it doesn't uh, that it doesn't, helps. It does, I does, think. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't bother us. It doesn't it doesn't uh, you know upset us. But it kind of gives us a little fuel. A little hey, we got we still got a lot to prove. We got something to prove to all these people.
1: Great job, Eli. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks a lot, Eli. Good to see you. Thank Congratulations, Eli Manning, Mike and Chris, your yeah, 66.